Welcome in to the Go 24-7 podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me on this podcast, Shay Dixon. We've got some breaking news to get to you landing four-star defensive back Major Burns out of Baton Rouge, Madison Prep. And look, LSU lands another commitment uh, at a position where they've already got the number one corner in the country and Elias Ricks committed. They get Major Burns, cornerback out of Baton Rouge, uh, and really one of the big risers this spring. He's been one of the biggest storylines in recruiting. His rise up the rankings. He's a top 200 overall prospect on 24-7 sports and a top 200 overall prospect on the industry-generated 24-7 sports composite. He's somebody that unanimously top 200 player in the country. Pretty impressive. Uh, We've got him evaluated as a safety. LSU sees him as a corner. Shea Dixon and I are going to break down this commitment for LSU. Shea, how did LSU get this one done uh, to get the 6'2", almost 180-pound defensive back on board? I think a lot of it probably some credit goes to Corey Raymond. Uh, you know, he's recruiting corners uh, all over the country, but this one was right here in the backyard. And, um, and he sort of, we saw probably midway through the spring, right? When they really prioritized him and Corey really took over and said, um, and with, along with that Orgeron, who was trying to get him to campus, it seemed like every week uh, that they wanted him in this class. And uh, there's so many corners out there nationally. And, and it looked, they just took a huge corner class. So, they could afford to say, we're going to take a couple, but we want them to be the right guys. And it just seemed like we hit a point in there, Billy, where they got Elias Ricks on Christmas Day. And when they felt like Elias Ricks was firm, which, you know, there's still talk about Ohio State and all this out there. But uh, I think he's firm to LSU. Uh, and I think that LSU feels that way. So uh, they sort of scaled back. They really dialed in on Burns. And uh, as you said, we have him ranked as a safety. That'll change. He'll get ranked as a corner. Uh, simply because that's what he's going to project at uh, at LSU. But in a year where they didn't need a lot of kind of help, they just needed some elite guys to come in because you don't obviously you're not trying to skip years recruiting corners. Uh, you're not going to find a class that's much better, in my opinion, uh, come signing day than you know a two man class of of Burns and Elias Ricks. Right, and and look, I mean, after signing a big corner class, they didn't need to. They could be picky, right? They've got Ricks on boards. They signed Stingley last year. They've got a big class last year. They could be picky. They liked what they saw enough from Burns to make him that priority. I, I guess that transition to corner, because he even plays safety at Madison Prep, talk about that a little bit and just kind of how that will happen over the course of this next year and, and what tools does he have to make that work? Well, the one big thing is his speed. I mean, he's... He's a legit 6'2". You know, he's packing on weight. He looks a lot different now than he did a year ago. Boy, he's probably into the 180s at this point. Um, But he can run, and he's got a nice shuttle. He tested well at the opening. You know, he can jump 36 inches. He's got a really long wingspan, you know, at 75 range. Uh, He's built like a corner. And I think that, yeah, it was early on I thought, okay, he's going to play safety. He and Joel Williams were playing at Madison Prep. It was sort of this two-headed tandem. Um, but then we saw him at the opening this spring, and we saw how colleges were recruiting him, and it was clear that uh, they felt that he could get up on the line and, and run with anyone. And he's physical. Uh, you've seen him. Look, you've been out and watched him practice this spring. We saw him at the opening. You've seen him in games. I think he brings a physical nature that's going to fit in really well with LSU's DB room and 
he's confident, boy. That's one thing where he's a competitor, but he also thinks that there's not anyone who's going to get the best of him out there. And when it does happen, he's frustrated. You know, he, he's, he tries to quickly remedy the situation. So I like him as a prospect. I think he fits in edge wise kind of mentally at like a school like LSU. So I wasn't surprised that ultimately he said, look, I do want to stay home and, uh, and play for the Tigers. And as I said, it gives them uh, another guy who, and I don't know if he'll play safety at the college level, but just playing it in high school, he's versatile. He can play, um, you know, probably a couple different spots for you, but make no mistake. They do like him as a corner. And uh, that was sort of the plan, right? Go for be picky and, and get two corners you like. And, uh, and they felt like he fit the bill. Yeah, no doubt. And, and I like the edge aspect of him. He's super confident, somebody that will fit right into that DB room. And, and, um, I, I have seen him a lot. I, I saw him really, I mean, as a, uh, I think last fall was when I saw him and he was still kind of still skinny, but he had that length. He's always had that length and, and almost six, two, six, two, uh, really, but now he's put on weight. Um, he looks the part and, uh, that attitude that he brings to the field is, is really something that'll fit in well uh, with LSU. I mean, Shay, in terms of them making this push, because it's really been a, a, a quick one and it's ramped up quickly, was this is a, kind of a simple case of Baton Rouge kid, stay home at LSU. I know um, he's, lo- he's lost his father in the last year. So this, this kind of seems like um, something that really, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, I thought so. Look, Oklahoma – let's not kid ourselves was in a very good position um, at one point when he decommitted. Remember he got like LSU offer in Oklahoma and then he decommitted from Texas A&M and everyone said, okay, it's obvious going to LSU. I don't think that was the case. LSU had to really buckle in uh, and make it happen. I think that he saw a lot of things about OU that he liked and, and look, he was most recently up in Tuscaloosa with a group of guys, including Joel Williams. So um, whether it was Bama, OU, there were staffs, uh, Florida, that were recruiting him, um, A&M, obviously, for a long time. But uh, I think in the, in the end, the combo of, of Orgeron and, and certainly Corey Raymond um, telling him, look, you are a priority, uh, relaying that message to his mom, uh, as you said, who's sort of uh, the chief decision maker at this point. Uh, and I think the chance for him to stay home, uh, be around some family, his friends was – uh, was appealing, right? Like, let's not kid ourselves that uh, it certainly helped that he played at Madison Prep and, you know, lives five minutes from LSU's campus. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think that, like you said, kind of a perfect fit for, for LSU to land him and uh, another commitment on board and, and uh, one that'll pair really well with Elias Ricks, um, who's a five-star cornerback committed with, with him. And look, LSU maintains its top three recruiting class on 24-7 sports. Big, big news with LSU keeping Baton Rouge, Madison Prep, defensive back, Major Burns uh, in state and playing for the Tigers. We'll be right back after this with more of the Go 24-7 podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Go 24-7 podcast. I'm Billy Embody, and with me, Shay Dixon, on this edition of the podcast, you can check out our work at Go247.com, a part of the 24-7 Sports Network. A big recruiting weekend shaping up in Baton Rouge for the Tigers as they welcome some of the top prospects in the country to campus. We're going to break down a few of them for you guys as, as one of the many five stars already out there will be on campus. We'll get to him at the very end, of course, keep you guys around and listening. Uh, but I want to do lead off with one of the few official visit uh, visitors coming to campus. He's out of the junior college ranks, and we're going to begin there as LSU could look to add some veteran help to the safety position. Grant Delpit's getting older and, and probably headed to the NFL after this year. Um, and, and some of that room is, is, like I said, just getting a little bit older and, and upperclassmen. So they're going to be looking to fill that in with some size and maybe some uh, veteran presence. Shea, Blinn College, defensive back Marco, Marco Domio is somebody who's really blown up over the last uh, really spring and, and as he enters uh, his final year at junior college. What, what can you tell us about him? Yeah, look, I think Domeo is a guy that we saw early on Bill Bush prioritize. And uh, that shows you right there that they think he's a, a kid who's versatile. Uh, we have him ranked as a corner, uh, but at 6'2", you know, nearly 200 pounds as a Juco kid, uh, he could play some safety. And, uh, and we know that they've wanted safeties in this class. They need a handful of them. So uh, Domeo has been a guy that quietly uh, Bill Bush and the staff have been recruiting, but uh, the same goes for a number of other schools because look, he about a month or two ago, I think that, a, you know, the crystal balls, Brian Prony put in a A&M crystal ball uh, and then it quickly got followed by a couple of others. Uh, and they were sort of considered the team that was in the driver's seat. But uh, I think in my opinion, that was just because he hadn't been to LSU yet. Uh, and I caught up with him this past week. You can, uh, read the article if you haven't uh, already on Go 24-7, but uh, Bama wanted him badly at their camp uh, this past weekend. Um, he ended up not going. He's going to come to LSU this weekend, uh, make an official visit. He said that Bama's trying to reschedule him for after the LSU visit. He's already going to get a Kentucky visit squeezed in there. He wasn't quite sure uh, if he would make it to Tuscaloosa. Uh, I think he's a kid that while he's on campus, LSU's going to push him You know, if, if he looks the part and and everything checks out because uh, they would like some, you know, some guys who could help out sooner than later. Once you know the Grant Delpit and, and that crew, and certainly Delpit and, and others, start to to leave the program, and, and a guy like Domeo would fit the bill. So we haven't talked about him a ton on the site, but uh, sort of behind closed doors, they've been uh, recruiting pretty heavily. Yeah, is a guy that just makes sense, and and we'll see kind of where things stand coming off of these official visits. I would imagine heading into his you know, final year at junior college, he'd like to be committed somewhere most likely. And uh, look, he's one of two safeties else he's bringing in this weekend. Uh, Jordan Tolls, one of the um, really probably most intriguing guys in the country, I would say. He's a two-sport star. He can play basketball at a high level. Um, LSU's offered him both sports. 
Um, now the first official visit on the football side of things is, is set to take place. Um, what, what are you kind of hearing heading into this one? This is, this is somebody who has an, a longstanding LSU crystal ball in. Yeah, you know, I'm with you in terms of this is a kid who is a legit college basketball or college football player, right? And, and there's not a ton of those, and you, you often have to pick. And, and right now he's saying, look, I at least want to go look at all my football options. He's got a lot of them. He's got well over uh, double-digit football offers. Um, and it seems like, and this might be because of how hard staffs have been recruiting him or the ability to play or at least try to flirt with the idea of two sports is uh, LSU and Maryland and obviously proximity. He's a Baltimore kid. So Maryland has made uh, him a huge priority, but he goes to St. Francis Academy. Uh, if you know the name from this cycle, it's because that's where Demon Clowney goes to school, who is committed to LSU as a defensive end, or I guess as an edge rusher type stand-up linebacker. Uh, and now they bring Jor- Jordan Tolls to campus. And, uh, again, a guy that Bill Bush has recruited sort of uh, from the start, um, Brian Doan, who covers uh, the Northeast for us at 24-7, uh, has had the, the only crystal ball pick in. He put it on LSU uh, and then went a bit cloudy on it, knowing that, hey, which way is, is Tolls going to want to go? And now we've seen him finally, as you said, he's locked in on a fo- football official visit. It's to LSU. He'll be down in Baton Rouge this weekend at the same time. Domeo's there, so... We know Lathan Ransom's out there, and Lathan Ransom has his spot, and they're not going to do anything to scare him off. But uh, there will be a time where they've got to become comfortable with grabbing another safety uh, in addition to a guy like LaRondo Johnson, who's a bit of a nickel safety for him and is committed. Um, and I think that that might be a guy like Domeo. It might be a guy like Tolls, but it at least shows us right that they're on the verge of, uh, of trying to go ahead and make a, a safety addition happen and, and then see what happens with Ransom. Yeah, I mean, they're in a really, really good uh, position in terms of safeties. I mean, we've talked about it a lot on the board on Go 24-7. Just, I mean, honestly, their their ability to to kind of have their pick of, of the litter in a way. I mean, we've seen Jaron Thompson even push his decision back to the fall. He's wide open. And, um, you know, that, that, that just, I think, goes to show really kind of where that position stands um, for LSU. Okay, because a lot of people had... LSU is a team to beat for Jaron Thompson. And, and there's Xavier on out for Alfred out there. Um, there's Eric Reed in the state of Louisiana, who we've talked about on the, on the prior podcast as well. Who's at camp. Um, there's a lot of different ways they can go, but um, they're bringing in tolls this weekend. He's, he's somebody that um, I think has the ability to take his time a little bit more um, because I think while LSU would love to get him on board, like you said, they've got, they've got ransom still out there and um, he's a big, big, big target for him. Uh, that they've had on an official visit and is obviously one of the top safeties in the country. So um, tolls visits, uh, Domeo visits, moving on to one of the other uh, four players we're going to cover, somebody that's one of uh, the top players in the state of Alabama with a a tie to LSU, and that's Phoenix City Central wide receiver uh, EJ Williams. He's a top 100 prospect on the industry-generated 24-7 sports composite. Uh, His teammate is Peter Parrish who uh, signed with LSU as a quarterback in 2019. Shay, uh, what's the word right now? Um, LSU's battling some of the big, big names uh, for this 6-3 wideout. My gut tells me, and look, the crystal ball's been on Clemson from the start. Um, and obviously Clemson, 
went to Phoenix City. They got Justin Ross. He played a big role as a freshman at wide receiver. So you can imagine why EJ Williams probably looked up to Justin Ross a lot, played with him, sees him go to Clemson, have an instant impact. Clemson's made him a big priority. With how Clemson recruits, they're probably not out there recruiting a lot of receivers or just telling him you're our guys. So I think it's going to be tough for anyone to climb over that hill. And that includes, look, the in-state schools. Bama's offered him. Auburn's offered him. Uh, Georgia's, you know, you go sort of around the southeast. Georgia's offered him. So a lot of teams are, are fighting for him. Obviously, yeah, Auburn's been a team that's really tried hard to, to sort of get in there and, and try to keep him in state and – uh, he's, as you said, he's got the Peter Parrish connect. Um, I think that he's visited LSU probably three times, maybe in the past year. And now we'll come on an official with his family and, uh, and we'll see, look, you swing for the fences there because you've already got a handful of receivers committed. Even if a guy like Raheem Jarrett flakes on you, you can recruit receivers. They're out there. So, uh, swing for the fences with a guy like, uh, EJ Williams. And I think that that's kind of what they're doing this weekend. That's the plan. Yeah, I think it's becoming more apparent with EJ Williams visiting and uh, Troy O'Meara out of Texas, including LSU in his top four. There's some confidence there that LSU is in a really good spot that they they want a big receiver in this class, and and they've got a couple of the best uh, in the country interested in them. What do you what do you think about adding uh, that big receiver uh, to pair with some of these faster, shiftier guys that they've already got committed? Yeah, no doubt. And you say you talk about how fast. Remember, out of all the openings, uh, Jermaine Burton ran one of the 20 fastest times of any wide receiver. And then you know how fast Butte is, uh, given he's a national, nationally recognized uh, sprinter and can run the 100, can run the 200. Um, so he's got some real get up in him and, and he can keep that going. I think that, too. And then you look at Raheem Jarrett, who gets by. Uh, a lot on speed and, and really blowing by guys. So I do think that, as you said, it's not surprising they're going after someone who's maybe a little bit bigger. We know that they'll have some bigger guys like that as pass catchers now at tight end who are in the Stefan Sullivan mode, if you will, if you want me to like comp someone uh, on the team now. So not surprised that they're trying to go after some guys that, you know, aren't slot guys or aren't, you know, kind of quicker uh, just deep vertical threats, but some guys who can, you know, bring some length, bring some size to you. And if, if they can add one of that type to the class, which I don't even think they have to, but if they can, boy, that's in and hold on tight. Right. But that's a really impressive receiver class. Even if you do have one of the out of state guys flake on you at some point and decommit, I think if you're still adding one more guy, you feel really good about the haul you're, you're bringing in. No question. And and now it's kind of the, the finale, the big name that we've got to talk about. We'd be remiss if we didn't. Clovis, California, Buchanan running back, Kendall Milton. This one, this visit, it's it's his first official visit. Um, well, it's his, his second. He, he went to Ohio State uh, last weekend and, and took in um, a visit there, uh, really enjoyed his time. But now LSU uh, is set to get him on campus. This was his first official visit that he announced. Uh, the Buckeyes hosted him last week. There's some there's some uh, confidence over there. Uh, Shay, this five star running back is somebody that LSU's quietly been pushing for for a long, long time. Yeah, they have. I don't you know I don't know how great their chances are, um, but look, they when you sign John Emery and and Ty Davis Price, two of the top six running backs in the country, uh, you're afforded the luxury of of again, um, like having a bunch of receivers committed, but even more so, these guys are already signed and on campus that 
you can kind of swing for the fences and say, okay, look, I, I've got maybe five or six running backs we really like, and I know there's a couple in there that we, uh, if we really pressed them, we'd be able to get at least one of them. Um, and then you feel good about saying, okay, let's go out there and try to get uh, Zach Evans. Let's go out there and try to get Kendall Milton. Uh, you know, those are the number one and two running backs in the country. Uh, and I think that they'll have a shot again. I, I, Milton being a California kid, I think that it's a good thing in this cycle, right? When LSU's reeling in a bunch of California kids, but uh, it also makes it tough knowing that, you know, you don't have a lot of angles to work beyond that. You know, you're not, you don't have the, uh, your whole family can come, you know, 10 minutes down the road and see a, a very easily type thing. So if USC is able to have a good year, cause like everybody thought he would just go to USC. That was the case with a lot of these kids. And, they haven't been good. Um, if they have a good year, do they get into the picture? We know Ohio State's been in the picture. We know Bama has been in the picture. Um, there are a handful of other schools that have been battling certainly for them. Um, so I think that LSU is LSU's at the table, um, you know, for sure. Uh, whether or not they're the, the top choice at this point, uh, I think will largely hinge. And for guys already visited too, on what does kind of his family think of the feel at LSU and, uh, are they able to pitch to them something that, you know, Kendall feels comfortable with and, and how much does he kind of really, uh, is he vibing, you know, with the LSU fit right now? We know that these buddies are, are at least um, acquaintances with these guys like Burton and Elias Ricks and uh, some of your marquee California kids who are going to go to LSU. But uh, I think it'll be a lot for them to parlay that into a commitment from Milton. But We've seen crazier stuff happen in this class. I didn't think that they'd be able to go to California and, and up the eastern seaboard and, and throughout, you know, D.C., Virginia, Maryland, all those places and, and get actually really elite kids, not because, um, you know, they didn't have the staff to do it. I just didn't know if that's where they would put their priority. And, and when they said that's what they were doing, they went out and, and made it happen. So, as you said, they've been putting in work on Milton for a long time, Um and boy, it would be insane if, they, if you know, they land, land a five-star running back after the guys they signed last year. But they're going to tee it up and try for it. I know that much. And, and we'll see sort of once the dust settles from all of his little string of official visits where LSU really stands. Uh, but I would have to think that they're at least picking up some momentum this weekend. We'll see how much, um, you know, kind of remains to be seen. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, one, visits rarely go poorly. So I think LSU will have a good opportunity to knock it out of the park. Uh, I do think that uh, they're in a better spot than I think some people give them credit for. Getting him on campus, I think, is huge. Obviously, Elias Ricks uh, has been working him for a long, long time now as well. Um, and and you never know, maybe he shows up on, on campus uh, this weekend to help recruit unofficially or something like that. But I, this is one where... I think it could end up being more of a LSU Ohio State type battle. Um, Bama's in there as well, but I but I just think those two having the official visits already um, is setting themselves up to be in a pretty darn good spot to battle it out. Um, there's confidence on, on the Ohio State side. There's there's at least a little bit of confidence on LSU side um, as well, and. Look, I mean, the crystal ball's all over the place. There's picks for Alabama in there. There's, there's, or there's, a, there's a pick for Alabama in there. There's a pick for Ohio State. I mean, this one can kind of go a bunch of different ways. Um, Alabama and Georgia were included in his top four that he released. Um, it wouldn't shock me if he ended up in the class. He's a guy with serious speed. Um, he didn't test well this, this spring as of late, but you know, he's 6'2", 220. I think people forget that at times. So he's a, he's a really big difference maker. He's got a great shuttle. 
He's been productive. He's rushed for over 1,300 yards his last two seasons. Fellas, you can get him. It totally changes just the complexion of the backfield moving forward, uh, especially in 2020. Um, you'd have Emery, you know, Davis Price, and Milton. I mean, headlining it, it'd be it'd be something really special. And, and um, look, they're going to shoot their shot and see where it goes. I I think the way his recruitment's trending, it could also end maybe before the end of the summer. So he'll be one to monitor, and certainly one that uh, they'll lay out the the red carpet for this weekend. Well. Shay, uh, we'll keep everybody locked on Go 24-7 this weekend, a big, big weekend, uh, and we'll uh, let you guys know uh, who else to expect on campus. Uh, Shay, thanks for the time, my man. Absolutely. Yeah, look, they've got a bunch of visitors coming in, so uh, get to Go 24-7. We broke down a handful of them, but uh, we've got the breakdowns there on all the rests and, and kind of what we're hearing going into the weekend. And we'll keep you guys locked in. Uh, with updates throughout the weekend, kind of how things are trending, and then get reactions over uh, the course of the weekend. Uh, Shay, um, you're a few hours ahead of me now, or, or behind me. I'm over in Europe. Uh, you know, we'll we'll kind of be tag teaming this at different hours of the day. If somebody needs to to get a guy at you know two in the morning, I think I'd be our guy. I'm afraid no one will need that, so you'll be able to just enjoy uh, your time away. Yes, look, uh, all of our listeners should be happy. Wild Bill is out there. Uh, living it up and uh, and trying to find. Uh, hey, look, the European women of the world are calling for you, Bill. They they said they've heard the podcast and and they're fans. <laughs> well, we're going. We're trying to get some advertising over here. That's the big deal that we're working on. I mean, Barton was over here uh, in Amsterdam as as you're listening to this, which which I had to uh, uh, to today actually. Um, I'll be headed over to Amsterdam. Barton was over here for a, for a big European scouting event that, that he took in. So I'm just trying to get the 24 seven sports name out there. We're going global. Uh, and, and you know what? Somebody's got to do it, right? I feel bad for you. I can't believe it has to be you. Yeah. Well, Shay, thanks for the time, my man. Have a great weekend and, and, uh, hope you guys all enjoyed this edition of the podcast. Have a great weekend to all of you out there. And thanks for listening.